all in the hips. So it's all in the hips. <laughs> so today we're uh, we're starting a new series, um, purely based off of like. Uh, Why don't we do this? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> exactly. Um, we are going to start watching Men in Black. Um, you seem thrilled. Well, I enjoy the first one, but we should do our intro first. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and uh, I don't have the cricket. Noisy cricket. Noisy cricket? Yeah, yeah it's the yeah, noisy, noisy cricket. cricket. Okay, I don't have that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I'm an author here in Nashville, and oh, was that your auntie? I'm Andreas. I'm an analyst here in Nashville. And did you flashy thing me? <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville. And I'm in Orion's belt. And we're opinionated. And tonight we're watching Men in Black. Because, like, why not? We wanted to do it. Men in Black came out in 1997. It currently holds a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It was directed by Barry, Barry Sonnefield, written by Lowell Cunningham and Ed Solomon. And it stars Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, Linda Florentino, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Rick D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio? Yeah. That sounds like a name. D- compared D'Onofrio. to what he said. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh... Tony Shalhoub and Rip Torn is in this movie too. I forgot Rip Torn was in yep. this. Which one was he? Uh, he usually he plays Z, like he usually plays like the dad in like a skeevy college movie kind of thing. Like wasn't he the dad in uh, Mike Green's movie? Whatever that one was I called. I have no idea what you're talking about. Nah, whatever. Mike Green's movie. Freddie got fingered. Yeah, uh, wasn't he the dad in Freddie got fingered? I don't know mm. if I've seen that. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else ever. Although he's got a pretty badass name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick, tell us about name. Men in Black. A police officer joins a secret organization that polices and monitors extraterrestrial interactions on Earth. That's good stuff. I yeah. like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I love oh, it. Yeah. St- Me st- too. It's a great We're movie. starting this series because I mentioned that I'd never seen any of the other ones. Uh, and that this is, is this came from and, th- and this is an excuse to get me to watch those awful movies. But I really like the first Men in Black. Um, there's still lines that I quote from this movie, uh, despite it being a long time since I've seen it. Uh, I just, I, I don't know if the effects are going to hold up, but I know that this is one of the movies that I, I talk about how Will Smith is always Will Smith in a movie. <laughs> like it doesn't movie what it doesn't matter what movie it is, he always plays Will Smith. Yeah, and how sometimes that's really bad because you don't want Will Smith for a role; you want Will Smith to act as a different person for right, a role. Right. Mm. But this is a movie where I just remember Will Smith being the perfect character for mm-hmm. this yep. for he, this movie. He plays off Tommy Lee Jones really well. Um, to to I think that for me the the um the special effects are going to hold up pretty well. Most of them are are pretty good, as I remember, and the ones that aren't great, their character models are cartoony enough, Mm -hmm. but still fit the general feel that I'm okay with the not-perfect CGI of 1997. Okay. And they did a lot of practical effects, too. Yeah. I... I distinctly remember there being some CG effects, but Mm -hmm. as you said, like, it's very cartoony character models. It doesn't look... That bad, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it looks like it's more stylized, than and even even some of the aliens, like I remember the little like insect dudes, like oh, on their yeah. coffee break right. kind of thing. Even those, the ones that I think are like Muppets, mm-hmm. right? Even those look good. Yeah, I just I I feel like I remember there being some of the other aliens that th- like this is still back in the era of like CGs here, but it's not really great. Yet. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. And so I feel like. I feel like I remember there being pieces, especially with some of the aliens, like in the background or as he's walking through the Men in Black headquarters right. talking to him, where it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like um, when they tried but to the make practical t- effects still are enjoyable. Like when they tried to make uh, Tony Shalhoub look human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Uh, the only one that really stands out to me, and we'll get into this more later, is the... Uh, the little alien in the backseat of the car, uh, the little infant that was just born. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Specifically, yeah. Will Smith's flailing body. Just, I cannot imagine that standing up. Like, human animations just don't. If age I remember that correctly, well. he's enough in the, like, blurry background that I it, so. it, it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. But that's yeah. my memory of it, and I don't know that that's going to hold up. We'll see. Okay. Well, I'm excited to go see this uh, just because it's a movie I enjoy. 
I don't know if I'm excited to watch the rest of the movies, but uh, we'll get there when we get there. At any rate, we'll be back in just a minute after we watch Men in Black. But before we do, quick plug, Rick's book, Fate's Pawn, is available on Amazon in paperback and e-reader forms. Uh, Rick, tell us a little bit about your book. Uh, It is the story of a kid who gets indoctrinated into the Men in Black, and then he has to fight <laughs> monsters, and uh, this is not accurate at all. Just go buy my book. It's, it's the good. story of Edgar. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's Edgar's uh, backstory. Additionally, uh, if you enjoy the podcast and want to help support us, our Patreon is now live. That's patreon.com slash opinionated. You can find all sorts of bonus content there, including first impressions, listener requests, and even a couple of tabletop gaming episodes. So for as little as a dollar, you can support us there if you enjoy our podcast. Guys, we'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching Men in Black. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. We'll take it from here. Who the hell are you? INS Division 6. There is no Division 6. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. You're all here because you're the best of the best, and we're looking for one of you. Hey! What's up? I'm gonna get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. Hey, you guys get along all right? Yeah. All right, I'm in. From now on, you will have no identifying marks of any kind. You are no longer part of the system. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. Speaking of ideal weapons for fighting, let's talk. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Uh, uh, going back uh, to the dicks, or <laughs> no? I'm taking us back around to Men in Black. Oh, um, okay. but no, we're having a fun little space there. Let's go back to that fun little space. Oh, play gosh. with me in this space. <laughs> hard pass. Uh, I do. It's it's hard to decide where to pick up with Men in Black because it is just a fun experience watching mm, the movie. True. Mm. Yes. And I feel like it's easier to like when we've watched a bad movie. It's easy to come back and be like, Ah, what the so, fuck was that? So pissed off at this part, right? I'm and still this mad is, at you, by the way, Andreas, for making us watch Cats. You motherfucker. You're welcome. <laughs> but this this was a movie where even the parts that didn't hold up like still had some entertainment value for me. And so oh, yeah. it, it's one where it is hard for me to come back and be like, oh, well, this part annoyed me. You yeah. know what it feels like, like to that. me? It feels like all of those like late 90s, early 2000s, Will Smith buddy movies that he kept doing. Like, uh, this Bad is the Boys, highest grossing buggy cop movie yeah. of mm-hmm. all time. And yeah. it's it hits that formula exactly right. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's cheesy and campy at times, but uh, it's got a little bit of uh, emotion to it and good characters. It's Fun. Unlike Martin yes. Lawrence, Tommy Lee Jones is funny. Well, yeah, no, I and and you know humor subjective and all that. I didn't really mind Martin Lawrence too much in the Bad Boys movies. But what I think this does is what a good buddy cop movie needs is where you've got someone to play the straight man. Yeah, right. Right. a because, much bigger dynamic between the two. Right, a, a buddy cop movie where one person is the cut up and one is. Also very much cut the, up. <laughs> well, it, and it's very much the opposite. Works a whole lot better than, like you were saying, a buddy cop movie with two comedians. Because right. then they're then they're competing for the laughs in any given movie. Right. Even when it's written for like, okay, he, you know, Will Smith gets the laugh here, Martin Lawrence gets the laugh there. Right. It works a whole lot better when you've got the the dry humor to offset the wet humor. <laughs> no, <laughs> moist to, humor to to offset like Will Smith crack doing his improv cracking right. his jokes being like oh hell no yeah, like exactly. it, it works a whole lot better and that's not to say that that Tommy Lee Jones doesn't have funny moments either no. it's just that they're funny because they're he's understated. such a dry character yeah. Yeah. that when all of a sudden he just kind of like brushes it off and he's like I like this gun had to go get my gun yeah exactly. it, it, like that's funny because he's such a like like straight and narrow kind of character, down. yeah. That or it. some of the things he says are just like they they're on point. Like the the line that always I always remember from this movie that's a funny line is, "We at the FBI do not have a sense of humor. We're aware of, ma'am." <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. just that yeah. really works. Like he just he delivers it completely straight face, and it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. And then that moment later when she's like, "Hey, you want some lemonade?" And he just looks so happy to get yeah. some lemonade. It's like, like, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and and I also really like the scene when he's like when Will Smith has accepted the job at the Men in Black, and he's first coming in for his first day on the job and he's like all right a couple things i want you to know about me like y'all pick me for my skills that means y'all gotta respect because nobody picks me, me kids, i'm the best sport. nobody calls me kids sport sunny none of that and then as, as soon as the doors open uh Tommy Lee jones is like all right 
I just slick. want you, all right, slick. Just got, want you to know, as of today, all of those skills mean precisely dick. Yep. <laughs> and and that line could be presented a couple different ways. Like Martin Lawrence, if Martin Lawrence played K, and and I, we're just gonna keep coming back to him because sure, that's the yeah. other buddy cop movie with Mill Smith from this era. Mill right? Smith. Mill Smith. You heard me. Uh, if Martin, evil Will Smith. He's got a. He's they a flip his to the M. <laughs> he doesn't have a goatee. <laughs> he's got a yellow and purple suit. He's got. A, <laughs> he's got that really weird bendy mustache. Uh-huh. Uh, he's but, fat and tiny. But Martin Lawrence could have. Wait, it's just Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I was thinking of Danny DeVigo. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, we we talked about because we've watched the uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh-huh. How amazing would it be to have Wario and Waluigi, but it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> I would be so down. Oh, that sounds amazing. I kind of want that now. What if you had Waluigi and Wario, but it's Jim Carrey and Danny DeVito? I'm down. I'm down yes. too. <laughs> yes. That'd be fantastic. Sorry. But, but if Martin Lawrence comes in and delivers this line, then it's all, then it's more of a like, all right, I'm competing with you. Like I'm trying to put you in your yeah. place and kind of tear you down a little bit, but like letting you know I'm the boss. When Tommy Lee Jones does it, it's it's funny, but it's and at no point I'm like, oh, Tommy Lee Jones is trying to like compete with will smith and put him in his place he's just being matter of, it's funny because he's being matter of fact and the doors open and you see all these aliens now just wandering about in this space and you're like oh okay yeah he, he it well, does all of his skills do mean dick there's it's a, also that he doesn't have to compete for the laughs he knows like mm-hmm. he's saying something funny he's not going to acknowledge it nobody's going to acknowledge it because they know it's funny whereas uh jay in this movie is always like yeah i made it funny yeah you see yeah i, I was funny there that's the thing. I think that a big part of it is the power dynamic between the two. I think that in in uh, Bad Boys, like you've got the character that makes sense to be there because he's a hyper competent actual cop and like actually pulls off everything everything he does. And then Martin Lords, who is just a fucking clown the entire time, and you don't even understand why this buffoon is on the force. But in this movie, you've got Will Smith, who is genuinely as talented and skilled in doing the job as he could possibly be, but you've also got Tommy Lee Jones, who's got all the experience to know like what matters and what to do in any given situation. So when Will Smith would be completely lost, despite his natural talent, mm-hmm. you've got Tommy Lee Jones there to back him up. And that power dynamic works really, really well, much better than guy who's actually competent and loser buffoon. <laughs> Was loser yeah. buffoon supposed to be like danger-prone Daphne, where he just always fell into victory or something? I mean, that's what they did in the last danger one. Danger-prone Daphne. Who's danger-prone Daphne? Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Here's the thing. Well, I know you no, didn't I, let you watch cartoons growing no, up. No, I, so like, I watched Scooby Doo. Oh, Scooby Doo was this cartoon where they had a Eat dog. That talked. There was a talking I know what da- Scooby Doo well, is. I'm not sure if he was talking or not because but, they never really acknowledged it. But no, but but Shaggy I'll be honest. Shaggy might have been of yeah. all of oh, all of the characters. Hard. Daphne is the least interesting. Like well, she's yeah, the one that stands that's, out the least. That's her gimmick. And in the reboots, they made her like you know kick ass and stuff, so that she'd have something to do. Does she now actually solve stuff? Yeah. Because at the time, she was just kind of there for Fred to be like, all right, Velma, you and Shaggy and Scoob go off there. Me and Daphne are going to check out the back of the car and see if we can find any clues back there. I don't know. Sometimes I remember him going off with both. So, like, yeah. Well, that's Fred. (laughs) He's a a man among men. (laughs) You knew it was a problem when it was just him and Scoob. (laughs) Ah. Uh, I mean, in the new ones, is that a thing? You said danger-prone Daphne. She Does would just she would basically fall into clues. Like yeah. when Velma wouldn't have her glasses on, kind of it's just like she would find the secret bookcases that like oh, led to the Oh, She'd big... be like, Oh, I gotta look at my nails. Let me go check the mirror and the mirror yeah. would have a secret switch yeah. that would open up the door to the Somehow she would always be projector. linked to the okay. the okay. solving of it, even if it wasn't. I never an paid attention to that to yeah. Daphne. Well, more of a Velma man, huh? Oh, uh, everyone Velma, was. Yeah. Everyone was. A- Anyone who I was. Mean, am I weird. right? No, Velma. Velma was where it was at. <clears throat> mm-hmm. She got. She I don't got know. that Daphne thick is with three C's. Scrappy dude. I mean, what? What? Excuse me. What? Get out. <laughs> I'm with Fred on this Runkle one. Uncle Screw. <laughs> I'm with Fred on this one. Why not have? Why have one when you can have both? <laughs> no. They're both hot for their own reasons. Yeah. I, I mean, I I appreciate Daphne, but compared to Velma, she just. We shit. So back to Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I think this. I mean, they're all solving mysteries, dealing with the supernatural. I really like the the. There's more a dog in both. Talking of them. dog. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the morgue girl character. 
Morgan girl character. Sexy Morgan girl for some reason. I yeah. Lauren, you know, she, I like her because she comes, like, I didn't notice this when I was younger watching the movie, but I like that she's there close to the beginning of the movie talking about the guy that Will Smith ran down. Like, she comes mm-hmm. in and is like, hey, I want to talk to you about some stuff. And, you know, uh, Tommy Lee Jones just walks by like, hey, look at this. Boom. Gone. That's where else I saw her. So, so Morgan girl is Linda Florentino, mm-hmm. right? I think the only other thing I've seen her in is Dogma. That's what, were, were you saying Was she that? in Dogma? Yeah. I don't know, Linda Florentino? <laughs> yes. I, I think she was no, That's lead. who she is out of Dogma. I want to oh. know who she was in Dogma. She's, I think she's apparently, she's Bethany. Don't that ask helps. me who Bethany is. Some, some nobody. Oh, now I got to look up Linda Florentino in Dogma. <laughs> really was taking this- Was she not this, the uh, lead in that? I don't remember, because it's been a long time. We should do Dogma. That'd be a fun one. I have not seen that movie in- it's we, been, should do a, we should do a Ke- Kevin Smith like series. That'd be uh, a Viewers Universe. You don't like Kevin Smith, or you yeah, just don't want to no, talk no, no, about no, no. Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith seems like the, like in his interviews and stuff, right? Because I've I've watched mm. several Kevin Smith interviews. He seemed like an He's, asshole. No, no, he seems like the well, yes, but the kind of asshole that I would get along with. Like, let's be like clear, me. most <laughs> of us are assholes, but like we get along <laughs> together, right? Kevin's not an asshole. He's too weird to be an asshole. I can have some some time. Yeah. No, but like Kevin Smith seems like the kind of asshole where it's like, man, it would be fun to like get together, share some brews, or in his case, probably pass a joint, right? Uh, and like just talk about movies or or wear he, oversized jerseys. He doesn't do that anymore. He he lost like two hundred pounds, and that's the only reason he was wearing oversized jerseys. Did he think it, we wouldn't tell that he was? Like, oh, that jersey's so big on him. He must be tiny. <laughs> it was just the only thing that was comfortable. That's fair. No, no, no. But like you know that game you've got, Rick, where it's like super fight. You pick yeah. two things. I bet he would be really fun to play that with. Oh man, that would be amazing. Well, okay, that would either be amazing or extremely boring because he'd immediately launch into some long-winded story about sure, like sure, the sure. time that he yeah, was trying yeah. to make yeah. a movie. All of that said, all of that said, not the biggest fan of his movies, but he seems like a fine dude. I like a good handful of them, but there's also just as many that I could so care less about. More girl brings a fun thing into this movie. <laughs> I, does she? Does she? Because I. I mean, I don't really have a problem with Linda Florentino. Uh, <laughs> you got to say your whole name every time. Miss Florentino. I don't really have a problem with her. But at the same t- like, they try and pass her off as, like, this, like, because at the end of the movie, like, oh, she saves the day by, uh, by you know, J and K are sitting there and they're, they're talking and, oh, they're, Oh man, that was sure a good job we did of blowing up that bug. We better not look behind us. Let's at all. reminisce on other alien times yeah. you've done. And then, oh no, here comes the bug to try and eat them because they didn't blow them up good enough. And but it's a good thing she was paying attention and she kills them, right? Right. Okay, and now that's enough to where she's on the Men in Black because if we're honest, the Men in Black's recruiting entrainment policy is very lacking. It did yeah. seem pretty loose, but I guess they just have that eye for. But then again, Will Smith was the one who wanted her to join. I was, I was, this entire movie, take the, like the length of this movie, gets to Will Smith's second day on the force. Mm-hmm. That like Tommy Lee Jones even says that at the end of at towards the end of the movie, he's like, "Man, it's a hell of a second day, isn't it?" Huh? I think I feel okay. So two things: one on Linda Florentino. I like the idea that I have going in my head, which is she keeps observing aliens anyway. Let's yeah, just bring her on. Yeah, they keep running like, into her like she's just got the neck. Yeah, that's like, and that sort of fits to me like why Will Smith got brought on board. Sure. He's someone who's observant, who's not going to like say like he didn't see these these aliens and that kind of thing. So that's why I'm kind of okay with that. Although I see your point about like she isn't. I don't think she's great throughout the movie, and I do want to talk about that more. I don't but, really have a problem with her. It just feels like they introduce her, and then, and then by the end of the movie, she's like this badass. Right, but sure. but she spent. But I wouldn't call her a badass. Like no, the movie. The movie try- yeah, I agree. That's <laughs> the point I'm bringing up. They try yeah. and paint her as one because by the end of the movie, she's on the Men in Black, and she just and, don't give a but, shit. But I'm saying she spent too much time as a like a uh, damsel in distress mm-hmm. for like I I get, I don't know. You I don't think, think she was heroic when she was getting used as a hostage, or when she was being carried by that alien, or when she was stuck in that tree, or when she fell out of the tree? You she don't wasn't think that's heroic? Like overly no, cool, I don't like think that any of those are heroic enough. She, she Me took, either. Like, yeah. I, I would argue that she, like, handled herself well in that, in that she didn't, like, freak out and completely panic the entire time, sure. and then had the forethought to go, hey, I'm going to go grab this gun and shoot this thing. And, um, and and she did the thing that Will Smith did, right? Which was instant because Jay Jay is constantly talking about how you know, oh, humanity's not ready for aliens and that kind of thing. And both Will Smith and Linda Florentino uh, were ready for it. We're ready because yeah. as soon as they saw aliens, they're like, oh, this is cool. There's some aliens, right? I, I want to learn more they about this. They were into it. They, they were not they, freaked they out. They weren't by freaking it. out. They were ready to be a part of it, right? And and so I dig that. 
I just wish they'd given her more chances to prove that. Because, like, the two things she does is she's like, cool that there's an alien. And also, like, hey, check it out. There's no innards to this person. Isn't that weird? And then <laughs> at the end of the movie, she blows up the bug. But, we, like, we haven't seen any lead up to that. Right. The entire scene leading up to that, she's been the damsel in, a, in distress, being carried up a tower and then stuck at the top of a tree. But, but she found out fighting, about like, that galaxy around that cat's neck all by herself. She's also, like, you know, sort of, like, she, as much as someone really, realistically could, because, like, Will Smith fights the bug some later, and he doesn't do any better than she I, did. No, but I want, no, but I want to, like, compare it to Will Smith's scene where he's introduced chasing it like sure, the reason yeah. that he gets on the force is man he he chased down a cephalopoid on foot right right mm-hmm. and that's apparently super like that's super impressive cephalopoids are super fast they super can scale parkour monsters right they can scale tall buildings in a single scurry i guess mm-hmm. uh and and not only that but he like kept his cool enough to identify like the weapons and all this and that and right that's what i think that she did she kept her cool enough to like think hey I'm, this thing is going on but i'm gonna go grab this gun while they're distracted and all that and i want to kind of bring that into the other thing that you brought up a minute ago of like this being Will Smith's second day and they immediately like have him be like super competent by the end of it. I think all of that as like the last couple minutes works well if this is a self-contained movie they never come back to. If it's got a sequel and we're going to go into Men in Black 2, those two are both terrible moves. Like you could have her character be a continuing thing and like have her become a Men in Black in the second movie because sure. you can do more to bring that into it. And I think that's the pro- that's one of the reasons I have the problem with it is because I know that this is going to continue. Right. And and because because of that, it's not just kind of like a oh this is a cute little sci-fi adventure movie. Instead, it's like oh they're building a universe here, and when they're building a like they're building a universe in the way that this that this organization operates and works right. instead of it being like a cute little fun movie it's like oh we're gonna extend this and build on it and now when you're starting to do that things are making less sense right right and i think that at the time they were making this they were not as concerned with things being you know long-term coherent the way that i don't right think now. they planned on it's it because like, there's a five-year gap they yeah. probably were not planning on doing a sequel right. at all but it's like in harry potter when in the first book she's like all students who, who go to this school have to go to this one platform at this one train station and catch this train and then in later books she was like what about students that live in other places okay now they can catch these other modes of transportation to get to the school like right? the special bus yeah or the horses that you can only see if you're dead i would right un- or, or if you've seen someone die and, and so she's like building on the world to try and flesh it out because in the first one she was just like eh, this is fun so I why mean- not Mm-hmm. I would argue that like all of the stuff in Harry Potter is supposed to just be like, eh, you know, it's fun. Don't think about it. I think a better example. Yeah, J.K. Of what Rowling you're does not about, agree because <laughs> <laughs> apparently know. we had to learn that until the 20th century, wizards just shat their robes and teleported <laughs> it away. <laughs> We've had I'd that conversation on the podcast before, so I won't repeat it here. But I think a better example would be the way that like stuff was handled in the Star Wars sequels, like. No one had any clue what they were going to do going on forward. So it's like, yeah, Ray hears the voices of all these Jedi in the first mm-hmm. one. She tests as a lightsaber. So, uh, hey, Ryan Johnson, figure that shit out. Or even the prequels where it was like, mm, actually, the Force is midichlorians. And it turns <laughs> oh. out it's all because of bacteria in your blood and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> George Lucas, none of us asked for the, an explanation to it. We liked it when it was just like space <laughs> well, magic. To be space yeah, magic is cool. But you are kind of asking story. For, Maybe that's what he wants to he do with fuck it. it up if he wants you to. You are kind yeah. of asking for an explanation, though, here. Like, why is she on the Men in Black? I feel like no, that's the no, thing no, no, that you're no. going and for. Th- that is the thing I'm going for. Again, because I know that they're extending this out right. into a series where they're going to further explore the way that these things work. Right. If this was a self-contained movie, then I, I wouldn't care about it as much. Because the first few times that I watched it, I didn't have this problem. Right. It's not until later on when I was like, oh, they're making more movies out of it. Or I guess I realized that they had made more movies right. out of it. And then I watched it again. I was like, oh, well, okay. Starting in the next movie when these two are partners, that's going to be kind of weird that they've got like a, two, a two-day on-the-job guy training I mean, the gal that he wants to hook up with. My memory is that they immediately bring back Tommy Lee Jones. Like, yeah, oh, I'm sure, basically. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't remember her being uh, his partner. At she's all. not I was saying, in was it. Was she all. in it? Is she? No, in it? she's not in it. It's not listed on her IMDb page. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. She so had not... her first day and it just didn't work out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, but I don't know. It, it, it's not that I have a problem with her. Right. Right. It's that well, because because they're dragging this out into more movies, I wish that they'd given more setup that they had given her the same 
the same opportunity they gave Will Smith to kind of pr prove her her prowess. Make it doesn't have to be physical, right? Like Will Smith is physically able to keep up with a super dope alien, and he's got like the critical thinking skills to mm -hmm. like shoot a little girl in the testing scenario instead of shooting. What was one of up the with that? Like, okay, I, that, I, I also get, had that. Problem. I get where no, he's coming from. Fun. That's just fun. I get where he's coming from, and I like I like the way I took it this move this go around because it's been you know years and years since I watched this. I took it as Will Smith is not taking any of this seriously at all because like mm -hmm. uh, with with the like monster, he's like, oh, he's got just got a tissue. He's sneezing. I actually like believe that one. I can go along with that. Yeah. But like the, the one, one that's working like out working like, out mm. on the thing, like mm. I needed him to have a dumbbell. Like if that was the thing sure. they're actually going for. But I like the idea that he's the only one there thinking instead of just shooting monsters. Right. Yeah, um, I think that was the entire idea. I, but then he still but shot. They never, they, uh, a little girl. <laughs> yeah, well, like but that, she was carrying a thought. quantum physics book in the ghetto. Winger, I don't know. <laughs> Winger. <laughs> I, I think that the important thing would have been to have that get like actually addressed. Yeah. Because yes. like both that and the other test were like which quote unquote test where he like pulls the, the <laughs> table over to him. Yeah. They both play really well as comedic moments, but it isn't super clear like if this is actually the thing that, that uh Tommy Lee Jones is is seeing in him that he is like able to think enough to like and willing to, you know, I go think outside the box. This is more about convincing Rip Torn that he's okay. Which I never really get the impression that he does. I feel right. like Tommy Lee Jones is like, nah, I want this guy. But but even even this, although it's funny and we're like what are they really learning about Will Smith in this mm -hmm. scene? Even this again is something where he's like proving his merit. Right. Yes. And if yeah. we're and if we're talking about Linda Florentino, what I want oh is Oh my god, quit talking about Linda Florentino. No, but, but like okay, all I want is maybe there's a scene in the morgue, right? Where mm -hmm. where Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are trying to figure out something and the little thing is popped open and she sees the little alien and maybe she has some critical thinking skill where she like thinks through the problem faster than yeah. either of them and gives them the solution. And then and then a... they flash her <laughs> something where it's like, Oh man, she's or maybe actually like proven she, her worth. Or maybe she just... like keeps observing that there's aliens around and consistently through the movie keeps coming to that conclusion yes. despite the fact that, you know, she keeps getting her memory flashed and then at the end she keeps her cool under a heavy stress situation and kills the enemy i would have preferred instead of them cutting directly to her already being his partner him just leaving her with the card and her being like what's this all about and then cut to craig that, like, that would will get involved there you with go it. Yeah. yeah like that would have been a, a better i don't want it to be another like oh yeah within 15 hours she's already on the on the job yeah like that it does feel that way although you could like imply that there's like a week in between or something like that which is as I long guess. as will smith's had so yeah. like I'd go along with that, but yeah, I, I do agree with what you're talking about. I want like, Will Smith to seem like the outlander rather than their common, like, this is how we always get our new guys. We get right. them for 24 hours, and then they decommission the last it's, guy. It's sort of like, it kind of <laughs> goes back to the Kingsman thing in a lot of ways, because it's like that thing, and that organization felt like it was just constantly getting turnover, even though, like, with the history that we're given, it couldn't possibly have, and because they're willing to just, like, throw out these two, like, senior agents who've been there presumably since the beginning mm -hmm, and just replace mm -hmm. them with these nobodies, it, it does not give it this, the right sense of continuation that it yeah. needs. Um, we so, saw yeah. a lot of aliens, but we didn't see a lot of other men in black. Right, exactly. Which apparently, what Michael Jackson one was that in this movie, or was that the next movie? I think what? that's the Michael next Jackson I think wasn't that's the in next this movie. one, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think they're supposed to mention. No, I think, I think he's in the next one. I thought, if anything, I would expect this movie to make a joke about how he's actually an alien. I... Can an alien, an alien can be a man in black. Because they made the joke That'd that Elvis was like an that, alien, that, and that oh, he just went home. That would have been an interesting place to take the second one, is to have a like alien be the man. I think that person. was in the uh, animated series. Uh, like yeah, one I forget that they didn't animate series. They didn't animate series of everything. There was like a Godzilla one of like the the shitty Godzilla that <laughs> Godzilla we reviewed. Godzilla and Godzuki. Yeah, yeah, but this was actually successful. It had like fifty something episodes. So did like uh, so was oh. Godzilla. That's still like really? loved. Yeah, like they everyone liked that. Godzilla two thousand. No, maybe that was Zilla. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I mean. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, wait, they made a Zilla movie or no, Zilla cartoon? cartoon? Yeah, it was actually really good. Really? Yeah, because like he actually fought other monsters and it was fun. And it wasn't just him being a mom to like a thousand it, babies. It, that all it was God. It was the Godzuki Zilla. The, yeah, the, the one, one that survived and grew up. Did he team up with his favorite earthworm scientist? He did actually because he imprinted <laughs> on him. No, I refuse to believe it's a good show it's, now. I didn't say it was like great. I said it was like good. Like it's it's better than that movie, and it's fun because you get to see giant that's monsters fighting. That's a bar you're not trip saying over. very much. Yeah, but like giant monsters fighting. That's that's the whole fun that thing. Speaking that's of giant monsters about. fighting, uh, I mean it's not particularly giant, but I do enjoy. Uh, Egger in this movie, the, oh, yeah. the oh, bug that great. comes and gets the Egger suit. Vincent D'Onofrio 
he is amazing it. in this movie. Like, no kidding. He, I don't know, like what it is. It's just the like I guess the way he's holding his head and the way he's moving. But he really sells me on the idea that there is something inside that body that can't move it correctly and is just constantly having mm-hmm. trouble with even pretending to vaguely be human. Apparently, even... that was based on basketball braces. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't know if he wore them or, but like his idea of what someone moving around incorrectly like that was based on basketball braces. Huh. huh. All right. Yeah. Even well, after seeing him in so many other things and absolutely loving his uh, performances, going back and watching it this time, I can barely recognize that that's Vincent. Yeah. For real. Well, sure, because half the like, because you only get actual Vincent Onofrio for like. <laughs> A couple minutes before he goes and gets bugified, right? Oh, not even. Oh, he yeah, has no, like thirty like, seconds of screen sure. time, yeah, and, and then most of that is like him berating his wife off him screen. Him being a dick. Yeah. He's like, hey, Bessie, get your fat ass back inside. I'm a right. dick. Yeah, yeah. No, I like deserve to be turned into a bug. That's we basically see him. what he's it is. It is him. It, I'm gonna get Jeepers him. Creepers over here. Yep. It's him <laughs> selling us on the idea that we should not feel bad about what's about to happen. Oh, and I don't. No, I don't at all. He's a piece of shit. Like, cool. Yeah, they should have talked about cows being abducted by aliens because that cow by that spaceship did not give a shit. That's I a wanted to be point. a reason like it's it's just like th- these are normal vehicles to them. It is surprising uh-huh. one that we, ha- like, yeah. we never had we never had a like mm-hmm. cow vivisection joke or anything like that mm-hmm. and we never had a like anal probe joke in this movie. Like, yeah. You would expect both of those but it stayed the away standards. from all that. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them not feeling the need to throw every alien joke in the box into mm-hmm. one movie. I right. Guess. Yeah, I know right. I agree with that. I think that they they did a good job with it and like the humor is really well paced throughout the movie in that it never takes over the movie. There is a actual plot that's going on. There's actual, like, to some degree, character development going on. It's, it's comedic. It's not comedy. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's it's a yeah. The action is and the action is what what really you know carries it when that's not going on and when it's neither comedic nor action. Both Will Smith and and Tommy Lee Jones are genuinely really fun just to oh. watch. Like mm-hmm. that opening scene where uh, Tommy Lee Jones has to has to neuralize his partner like there's some genuine emotion there that yeah. i get like i really feel like these but he two... was really quick about it. like i was <laughs> expecting like a godfather-esque like do i look good marty and he's like yeah or at least like a debriefing scenario right Something, where he's yeah. like all right come on back you know turn in your badge turn in your badge and your immensely powerful weapon and also your little like brainwashing thing right turn all those in give us your sunglasses back it's been a pleasure working with you sir all right turn and look yeah. As, soon as, as soon as you fuck up once, you just have to have the quick five-second talk, and then you're out. Oh, yeah. He put down Old Yeller. That's yeah. essentially <laughs> what happened. It, that's it, what it, happened to him, too. got the idea that they just left him there in the desert, because like that's what they do when they neuralize somebody. They just give him a cover story and just leave. Yeah. Yeah, so that dude's just wandering in the desert for a day or two before uh, To be, to be it's, fair, it's, been, it's those... been a pleasure working with you, Jay. You're a vulture now. You survive on <laughs> bones and meat. To you be- eat roadkill and live on top of that cactus. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that is a mental image. Uh, to be fair, in most of those scenarios, they're erasing like the past minute, the past five minutes, something like that. Yeah, it's but not they're like, erasing his time as a men in that's, black. That's my He's, point. I don't think that's why I don't think they just like left him out there. It doesn't feel that way to me because of which, that. Okay, I've got to talk about it because at the end of this movie, Tommy Lee Jones is like, eh. Good job being on the force for two days, Will Smith. I'm kind of tired of it. I didn't screw up or anything. I guess I'm just done because I've been stalking this girl for the past that's 35 his, years. That's his wife. It's not his wife. That's at the wife. end of the movie. Huh? It was at the end of the movie. Yeah, at the end He's of the movie. P- supposedly he hasn't being seen a coma. her for 35 years. That's what love is, apparently. <laughs> I'd, okay, so not only are they erasing the past 35 years of his life, yeah. which... That that part doesn't make any sense to me because if if it's like hi Rick how's it going you've forgotten an hour it's like okay you know what he really hasn't changed it's not like oh man that's crazy when like an hour ago I was six feet tall and now I'm not that's so weird right but you're erasing thirty five years Tommy Lee Jones did not look like Tommy Lee Jones thirty five years he's ago. been in a coma for thirty five so years yeah, it was the let cover me story. Make, make sure I understand in this movie where there is technology that magically erases very specific amounts of time in your memory and there is a giant cockroach that fits himself into a normal sized human your issue is that a guy had a crush on a girl for a long time. No, on my, his wife. No, 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 no. He wasn't his wife. It was his it wife. It was not. They weren't married yet until he got back from being a Men in Black. 
I thought it said husband like yeah. wakes up out of a thirty-five year old coma. No, it's yeah. man wakes up from thirty-five year year coma. Yeah, it's not like her husband did. I think that was her husband, and he's being supposedly being a coma for no, thirty-five. No, he was years. going to bring her flowers. That was the whole thing with him offering the giant tall alien flowers at the beginning in the picture. He wasn't like. Are they you were saying married. you don't bring your wife flowers? Well, sometimes. Point invalid. I don't go drive to go on a trip to do it and then like meet an alien and then say like, eh, fuck it, I'm not married anymore. I'm gonna go do this. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with him having a crush on his sweetheart for 35 years, especially if he's been on the he's been on the Men in Black Force and their whole thing is like, hey, you have to burn all contact, all human contacts to the outside world, right? You can't have a family, you can't have love interests, etc. You right? get one octopus hand job. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It makes sense that he would be like, man, this is my sweetheart and I had to give all this up and so I'm still pining for her, right? Sure. That makes sense. The part that doesn't make sense is why this woman would m- immediately marry a dude she hasn't seen in 35 years as soon they as were he pops the out of a coma. Ones. She also had a, had a crush on the guy. She hasn't seen him in 35 years. He can stalk her he via in, the Internet Explorer 97. Because he was in she a coma. Can, she wasn't going and visiting him in the coma. We don't know that. A, we don't he know wasn't story. in a coma. He was working for the men in <laughs> maybe, black. Maybe she just didn't realize that. Maybe she was like, oh, that's where he was all this time. He like got He came abandoning me. Yeah. Oh, man. I f- the fact that you were going to bring me flowers as a teenager, and even though I wouldn't know that because you got stopped by an alien and got drafted into the Men in Black. There could have been stuff before the flowers. <laughs> and he's not in his 40s, cause, so they're not teenagers. <laughs> he looks like he's like 60. No. I could see like a, a smoking 50s. Okay, 50s. I'll, I'll give you 50s. I'll sure. 50s. So, so he would be like in his teens or 20s. Either way. It's not that big a deal to me. Like she just, she also had a crush. She wasn't married at the time. Maybe she got a divorce recently Sometimes or something. Sometimes it's true love, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's a sweet ending to the movie. That's uh-huh. movie love. It gives you, it gives you a very easy way to give him an out that makes you feel like, oh, okay, Tommy Lee, J- Lee Jones left the Men in Black, but he's happy now. What That's about all the Count is. of Monte Cristo? Never seen it. What did, happens there? Did you read it? No. Oh, we man. didn't do that movie. That's, That's my movie. favorite book. What That's happens really? in it? Yeah. Does Tommy like Lee Jones... Cristo. Are you serious? That's your favorite yeah. book? I, I would really like The Count of Monte Cristo. Huh. Does Tommy Lee Jones... That's a standalone. Like, I like some series bigger than you, sure, but it's fair, a standalone. I, I like The Count of Monte Cristo. I would not what happens in The Count of Monte Cristo that's relevant here? He gets betrayed by his best friend, and, like, so that the best friend can, like, have all of his power and, like, have his wife. And The Count of Monte Cristo survives, like, a crazy prison, and... Gets treasure from some old guy who's there. It's like, I know about this island the guy left treasure on. You can become strong enough to get all your revenge. And this guy spends the next 20 plus years plogging his revenge on all these douchebags that betrayed him. Okay. But he's still in love with his wife from 20 years later. He's yeah, because just... they were married before all this well, happened. Well, they were not. about to be married. Yeah, they were about to be married. They were engaged. Okay. Teens seem to be engaged. These two could have been like dating for 10 years. Yeah, they could have been the chosen ones. What? Love can last over a long Love gap of time. Love knows no bounds, apparently. What about Baby Driver? What about Baby what? Driver? He went to prison, at, even though he fell in love with that one dying girl. Going to prison for a year! <laughs> it's yeah. not 35 years Those, of no contact! These are baby years, He had though. contact with her. <laughs> he was checking her out. That's maybe, not contact! Maybe he was going over there and be like, hey, baby, I'm back. And then neuralizing her at the end of it. <laughs> then I she would remember. <laughs> no, yeah, he but he remembers. Like, hey, and she, her heart still pines on me. Her heart still pines. You can't erase You still into me at all? You can only erase memories. Get the hell out of here, Brian. You can make that work. Make yeah. what? That'd be an interesting short story, but that's still fucked up. Yeah, it's if like he's like, if he's gotta like date. Uh, yeah, if, you, if he's like, if he goes and sees her over the thirty-five years, but he like has to neuralize her at the end of it, but he explains it beforehand, like, hey, oh, so he like gets consent to wipe her brain every time. Yeah, exactly. Which and is the like, only way it's you. not insanely creepy. Yeah, 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 exactly. If he just like shows up and is like, hey, baby, <laughs> I'm your husband now. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I kind of feel like that's what happens at the end. Just no, truly. Like, like, don't question it this much. It does not bear this much questioning. It is just an easy way to give Tommy Lee Jones a happy ending. That's it. He doesn't deserve a happy He doesn't. He's kind of an <laughs> asshole. Like, yeah, he, but he's worked real hard. He is. Like, and he is actually genuinely charming in this movie. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, he's, he's trying he's to good do good. At his job, too. Yeah, exactly. You know? Because I, I feel like they could make, especially because he's going to retire at the end of the movie, I could feel like, I feel like they could have him, like, messing up here and there and Will Smith has to step in. But it's Something really like not. That, he, yeah. he has the solid, like, mentor going you know mentor on top of his game 
roll throughout yeah, the movie. Right. And even at the end, there's no like, oh man, like he 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 sacrifices himself to save Will Smith. Like he he goes after his gun, but after <laughs> after he gets eaten by the bug, he blows up the bug from the inside out. Comes out and he's like, I like my gun, and he's fine. Like he's yeah. slimed, but, he but he's fine. Sure, but he doesn't like, and I like that. I like that it's not like, oh, I gotta sacrifice myself to pave the way for the new generation. <laughs> the other thing that I like in this movie is the variety of aliens, because mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. just feel like it's just the weirdos of New York that are the aliens. You've got like, like random Jewish jeweler guy that is a alien. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, you've got Tony <laughs> Shalhoub who does not look at all like Tony Shalhoub for some reason. Like, there's something that's going on besides his weird eye that mm-hmm. just really changes his appearance for me because he just does not feel like the guy that's monk at all to me for some reason who was that tall but, guy he looked familiar was he like the guy from sling blade or that uh, you mean the, like we, the other alien no. yeah the super tall like rain man looking guy i have no idea he looked God, familiar I'm but trying to remember who played who's in sling blade uh, right who was that actor really good actor. Ba- joseph gordon levitt the one that banged angelina jolie really weird name brad pitt no oh god no Before he was in that. fargo the the tv show jennifer aniston the one who banged Jennifer Aniston. Well, I guess she does probably bang Jennifer Aniston. Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, the one who banged Jennifer Aniston. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Thank Ew. you. you He's from Sling Blade? Yeah, he is Sling Blade. Shit. But anyway, uh, this is I'm completely the aside. Person. I watched are, uh, the Fargo TV show. Uh, I watched the first episode. I was halfway through. I was like, who is this knockoff Billy Bob Thornton imperson- impersonator? Like, guess what? Oh, God, that is Billy Bob Thornton. For example, Sorry. I really like that pug <laughs> since I'm going to cut all of that weirdness out. Why? This is good fogger. Quality content. It was that not. Is. That just dragged the conversation to a halt. That was stuff. 30,000 people just clicked off of our podcast. That's my specialty. But that would put us <laughs> way in the negatives. Any, <laughs> yes. People were born and just to click off of the podcast. Anyway, no. I actually really do like like the pug, for example. That is a really fun one. Just because there's such a weird uh, contrast between Tommy Lee Jones, who is so like laid back and and calm throughout the entire movie, shaking a dog like it's a it's like it's a a baby. Mm-hmm. That's the Good opposite statement. of what you're supposed to do with babies. But yeah, sure, whatever. You know? Like just flinging this dog all over the place, and and Will Smith's like made up weird like ways of like the dog goes in money. Yeah. Like that's they're doing a ventrilo- yeah, r- ventriloquist. Down yeah, there. that's all great. But you've also got like Reggie, who and his pregnant wife. Yeah, like there's just so many different aliens, and the way that I want to know feel if all pugs are aliens. If some aliens look like pugs, or if he's like in a weird animatronic dog suit. I, I kind of like the movie doesn't explain it. Yeah, like, no, no, I appreciate yeah. that. I just well, you want to know. Now I want to know. Yeah, if I remember correctly, he comes back in the sequel. Yes, I think yeah. he does. Yeah. yeah, I think he passes before the third though. Hmm. In there, I the mean, dog. you can just get another pug. No, but this this pug was special. Oh, okay. this was Mushu. I mean, Mushu. They could like, name it, of the pug. It was oh. impressive that it could talk. So like, yeah. I can understand. <laughs> it takes a lot of training. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that was a, actually a. Impressive effect that they had for the talking dog. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. all well, the effects are really impressive yeah. in this movie. Yeah. There's twenty three years later, they stand up. There's a couple that like you can tell, but it doesn't matter because so much of the movie is so cartoonish and so mm-hmm. silly that you just kind of roll with it. Like the stuff that doesn't work is is few and far between though, because most of it is actually genuinely amazing. Like that baby alien that Will Smith catches. Yeah, thing looks awesome. <laughs> it looks it's like baby so Yoda. cute. Yeah. It does not look like Baby Yoda to me, but it does look like Baby Yoda. It does have the no. really big eyes, so I could kind of yeah, see what you're talking about. Yeah, it's got the big about. baby eyes and the smooth skin. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I think that they really nailed it with so many of the effects and and the creatures, especially, which is really important because that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. The one that I think doesn't work the best is honestly the cockroach at the end, but it still feels like it's there. It just mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's a part of the world in a and way. Yeah, as as you mentioned, like it does have this cartoonish quality to this yeah. this cockroach yeah. where. It's the it's, eyes and the yeah, face. Yeah, the eyes. They're like they're so strange, and it almost looks like a jack o' lantern or something yeah. with the yeah. style of it. Yeah, and that really helps sell it as being an actual creature, not some weird abomination of computer fuckery. That and just they did a really good job of having it interact with the environment. Like mm-hmm. when it's fighting with Will Smith, I really believe that it's there fighting with that Will Smith. That stuff My, was hitting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it never occurs to me that it is. It is a a fake. Toy or that's twelve guys like that. holding on to each other and green <laughs> right, yeah. It's like the one of the the big Chinese dragon things with the guys like messing around yeah. with it. Yeah, <laughs> it, they just did an amazing job with the entire thing, and I'm, I was very impressed. What did you think, Josh? I know you brought up the the special effects early on in the. I mean, I'll be honest. I was expect because we talked at the beginning about there being a few scenes we were worried about, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 
I mentioned the scene when they're going into the Men in Black headquarters and right. seeing all of, you know, it's almost, it's like the Men in Black headquarters and also like the departure t- terminal, <laughs> like the arrivals terminal yeah. for the mm-hmm. galactic airport. It's a spaceport. Right. Uh, and then the scene where they go and they're like, they deliver an alien baby, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I think all of those were really good. The only time that, it was special effects that I didn't like. It wasn't CG, which I was surprised at. Um, what about that gun faking out of existence? Oh, that was bad. That <laughs> yeah, was that was bad. a bad one. Because even I was, I mean, I was okay with that one even. It didn't it bother like me too much. was like three different effects that it they just like, like faded between them. It like from like the them. 80s or something to where it's just like a frame by frame cug of it fading away with like a fake sure. fire. Not even that. It's like it. it was there in one frame and they just like took it out and the next one is like there's fire on the ground. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's like disintegration. It, it broke, it bubbled, it caught on fire <laughs> yeah. and then it disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, pick one. The, pick one. The, the only times that the, there were special effects that I wasn't a fan of was when they were some of the uh, real life props. Um, there's like Blurple and Bob, the yeah. two like Wu Yang and Bob. Yeah, the two like IT dudes, yeah. who are like the aliens with all the arms and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those and did look a little plastic. They look yeah. real plastic and they look gross. <laughs> like, I'm fine with them looking gross. I just don't want them to look plastic. Well, but but there's there's another one that like the baby when they mm-hmm. deliver the baby looks plasticky, but it's cute and I don't mind it looking like. I think it being like, a little slimy helped it. Yeah, yeah. he sure. looked but soft it, enough to me. Yeah. The, the other one looked like a ride prop, like the the two mm. twins. Yeah, I could see mm. that. Yeah, I, I, I think it, I think it might have also been the way that they moved because they moved really slow. Yeah. yeah, and I and for something that was supposed to be like, hey, it's got like thirty arms and they're right. all like at this like it's circular keyboard typing. Yeah. yeah. Right. I wanted it to be something like, uh, like what's the anime we watched? Was it like Ghost a key- in the Shell? Ghost, Ghost in the, the Shell, shell right? where the hands split like, apart. They split apart, and it's just like typing every key at yeah. once. To and yet they could <sighs> just plug in and not have to hit keys at all. <laughs> I know, not as impressive. Just showing off this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were weird flex, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I do agree with you that I'm also surprised that like they didn't come back later in the movie, and like the the weird ball that caused the blackout didn't come back as a part mm-hmm. of the end of the movie. There's mm-hmm. for a movie that has so many details that like show up early and and come back later. Like you see the the more girl first uh, before she comes back later, and you see the the tall guy at the uh, Men in Black place when they're first going through before he goes and meets um, sure. the the dude with Orion's Orion's cat thing. Um like all the Oh, we didn't talk about this. Okay, the one special effect that I really don't like. Okay, this annoys me for no reason at all, but it really shouldn't. But okay, so when when the, the, the cockroach dude kills the two aliens in the diner, right? Like his little like scythe oh, pointy God. spike thing comes out and stabs them both in the neck. Which is Why do you they're not like in the neck. Which is nowhere near where these little tiny aliens that are driving these things are. So there's no reason yeah. for, as far as we're concerned, for that to kill these aliens just instantly. Rick and a movie with the giant <laughs> cockroaches and they're they're going around and getting in the space. Just have it sticking his ear and then there you go. Problem we can solved. Open it up yep. and he's got like a little gut wound or something. Something, anything like that. It would that, that ruins the whole like reveal of there being a little alien driving this this human does, no, ship. No, he, he can just, still be in there dying. Yeah. He just like to be give more me accurate. a reason as to why he's dying um, from his robot. It game cut game. off the life support systems. Then, then say why that. did he live that long and the other guy just died instantly? We don't know that the other guy died instantly. They never opened up his head that true. Or he yes. could have been dying silently. Yeah. Fair enough. Either way, give me a reason to believe that, exactly. they, that it, it is, has cut off his life support or something, and yeah. not just like, mm, like they maybe he's dying or something like that. That'd be crazy. But we my don't thing know is why way he's more dying. annoying than your thing. No! Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? My look, my thing is not more annoying. This my sounds thing like is a, more no, too late. You should. No, you should. <laughs> you should. Uh, Linda Florentino. <laughs> you should probably get into your least favorite thing about the movie. This my way. least favorite thing about the movie is the fact that your least favorite thing <laughs> is the scene in the diner. My least favorite thing about this podcast is that you're <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, uh, my least favorite thing about this movie is. <clears throat> the waste of potential for Linda Florentino. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'm trolling a little bit, but I do, like, genuinely, I do wish we'd gotten to see her do more cool things. I feel like she is a a, a limper element of the movie <laughs> that is overall very tight. So I can kind of understand what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Even, like, and, and it's not because she does a bad job in the role. It's just because they've set up, hey, Will Smith got to be a Men in Black because he did X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. 
then at the then at the end of the movie, the test ride, yeah. right at the end of the movie, they sure her, show her becoming a Men in Black, but they didn't show us the X, Y, and Z for her, yeah, right? Right. I don't need it to be the same X, Y, and Z that Will Smith had. I don't need her to chase a seafully pod up the side of a building or whatever the hell. Right. I just need her to show her merit in some way that's not just like, oh, I panic grabbed the gun and like saved your life, right? I mean, only the panic, chosen ones can fire those guns. Apparently. So if she was able <laughs> only to, she the had worthy. To <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I wish that they'd shown her have some sort of specialty, right? Because because the, Tommy Lee Jones is not able to run and chase a Cephalipa pod up the side of a building, right? Well, we never got to see him try. He's clearly he's clearly there because he's calm-headed and able to think through things and like he's he's a little more of the like detective side yeah. of their so of that's their going duo. to be her ro- role right role. let's see her do some detective stuff right Will Smith is is very reactionary and and quick on quick on his feet and a fast talker but he can back it up by being able to chase a dude down a street. Or, that's something or that taunt, I, the, taunt the bug. That's right? what I thought was underappreciated. But it seemed like he, even though he's just now figuring out about aliens, he's running with it really well and like mm-hmm. interacting with them right. unviolently really well. Right, and I'm down with it. I just wish that we'd gotten to see something like that for yeah. her. Uh, I think it was rushed for her. They should have just given her the card and yeah. cut the credits. My favorite part of the movie is the dynamic between Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. This is the kind of buddy cop movie that I want to see more of. Um, I've said it before. I want a movie like this, but set in Star Wars, uh, not tied to the Skywalker s- series at <laughs> all. I thought I think we could have had a cool one in Episode Two if they'd done it better. But uh, but regardless, this is the kind of buddy cop movie that I like, where both characters are endearing for different ways. Oh man, where yeah. they're not yeah. just like bad copies of each other, where they're very distinct. Where you've got like the funny man and the straight man. Right, I want to see more of that. I do really now want like a buddy cop movie, but it's like the Jedi Master and his Padawan. Oh my God, that'd be so good. Obi Wan and Anakin. <laughs> I was Could have been say, really fun. Could have been. I want someone entirely different. No, I don't do. give me those two again. No, nope. <laughs> please no. Please Clone God, Wars no. were really good. Clone um, Wars are really good. But I really like their dynamic, and I like that. I like that they're both able to poke fun at each other's personalities without it seeming like they're tearing each other down. It's not yes. a dick measuring contest. It, it never is. And I really appreciate that because I feel like it devolves into that too often. Yeah. Um, and this movie does a good job of really showing their differences, but their differences are are always a positive for the team. Right. As opposed to like even even Will Smith, the fact that he's like fast to act and, and a little slower to think than Tommy Lee Jones is like, there's the scene where he takes out his like noisy cricket. Right. And he's just firing it after the, right. after the bug when Tommy Lee Jones is like, no, we don't shoot out in public. Rah. Right. Should have fucking told him that. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Maybe mention that. Yeah. And it gets him into trouble there, but it's not like that is a negative personality trait for Will Smith. Like yeah. later on the fact that he's he quick thinking and like, he's able to like turn it on on the, on, on a dime is an asset to their team. Mm-hmm. There's, strong and I really con- like that. there's strong contrast between the two without there being conflict between the two. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. Was this the movie that starred Will Smith's buddy career? Because, I mean, he did, like, Osmosis Jones. He nah. did Wild Wild West, like, that Osmosis year. Jones was Chris Rock. <laughs> no, man, that was, that was definitely no, Will Smith. That was Chris Rock. No, Will Smith was Wasn't Riz. he Sharks? I think Shark the Bad Tale? Boys was Shark Tale? Yeah, same thing. I think yeah, Bad Shark Boys Tale, the, the classic about. buddy cop movie. Yeah, uh, no, that was Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Um, oh, God. Jackie Chang and uh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, yeah. <laughs> Brian, you are digging a hole. Uh, Christopher Walken. Josh, can we get your, fi- your and, uh, final uh, rating? And Morgan Freeman. I was going to say, is Christopher Walken ever been a buggy cop? Buggy anything? I mean, he's been in like a billion movies. He has to have been in at least one. A buddy. Josh, what's your rating on this movie? <laughs> uh, man, it's close to being a five for me. I'm trying to think. Uh, it's a really, really fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Does Tommy Lee Jones getting together with his his girlfriend after a long time bother you enough to drop it from a five? You know what? I wasn't thinking about it, but now I am. And it but does. then think about you. the song that comes on right after that. Here okay, now it's down to a four. Black. What no? <laughs> Back I don't, into your I'm life. I'm sorry. I don't like Will Smith's rapping. Sue it's me. so clean. Back into it's so, your it's life. It's too clean. I need a little more grime. After I was in a coma. So simple. Somehow clean. you still love me. Yeah, you. <laughs> 
They uh, have a device for that. Old sh- people need love too, Josh. Not from me and not from each other after <laughs> they haven't seen each other in 35 years. The only reason that they should that she should still be pining for him after 35 years is if he was lost in World War II and he comes back and she's like, oh, how convenient. The other person I married just died and so now I can remember my true you love for this- you, my <laughs> high school sweetheart, before you went off to fight the Nazis and get lost in Europe with amnesia for a bit. You know when what I you want think now? When World War II ended, you <laughs> Oh, my couple decades there, For dude. some people, it hasn't I ended. now want a romantic comedy that is Tommy Lee Jones and that lady, but it is is set in this world, and it is in in continuity with this movie, but it's just a romantic comedy. That might be three. Yeah. I haven't seen three. That might happen in three. Okay, it fair. doesn't. Anyway, Josh, rating. rating. Better Nail not. it. I give it four and a half uh, exploded Tony Shalhoub's out of five. All right, Brian. Ah, uh, shit. Now I don't know what to talk about. Well, what I would cover was right there. <laughs> um, my main gripe slash something that I appreciate about the movie is the consistently with the weapon design. Like, it seems like they reverse engineered it and then made it all match each other. Like, it's yeah. all chrome, it's all sleek. I can see that, yeah. Whereas I would, I would really like to f- make it feel like everything they got was from a different alien society and it's like unique in its own way but right. I, I appreciate that they're going with like this is an organization and should look and be treated as such but even like the illegal weapons that were in Tony Shalhoub's place they were all chrome. looked like they were the same they looked a deal. little bit wider but they were still all chrome right yeah for so, sure I get what well, you're saying well those are galactic standards <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe it is. I don't know. I How don't many know black it. pistols do you think are You want to see some oh, galactic camo? But that's from one world. It's actually this just is from chrome. Galaxies. <laughs> yeah. Galaxies? Galaxies. <laughs> Crevasse. Crevice. Lift. Actually, it's from one galaxy, if you remember So what's your favorite MC. part, then? Fucking Will Smith. All right. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> uh, I really like him in, uh, uh, inside that one guy's body protecting him from viruses. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> I don't know why I think that. I really like him opposite Chris Rock in Shanghai Noon. <laughs> I really like when Morgan Freeman Damn was Damn it, making... I said Chris Rock. I meant to say the opposite of Kid Rock in Shanghai Noon. Because I, Will- I was making an Owen Wilson joke, but I screwed the Owen joke Owen Wilson up. looks like you Kid made, Rock. You made an entirely different joke. I did, I did. <laughs> They're all Damn very it. similar names. <laughs> but, yeah. Friggin' white people all sound alike. <laughs> I really liked him opposite Morgan Freeman when he was Batman. Gosh. And Morgan Freeman was making him weapons. Will Smith? Yeah. You don't remember What's that? your least favorite part of the movie, Brian? You already did that. It was the, the, the gun inconsistency, or the consistency of the gun not being, like, wild enough. Sure. Um, also, favorite maybe, part Maybe was, he just stocked chrome guns. Yeah, he I had guess. a thing. I, 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 if that, yeah, but I also saw the show, and they all had chrome weapons. Okay, and in every hur- other guys, movie after this, they're all chrome weapons. We need to hurry it up, so. Uh, 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 3.7, no, 4 out of 5 uh, Orion's Belts. Okay, Brian gives it 4 out of 5 Orion's cool. Belts. Nail it. Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing has got to be... Um, Will Smith. No, not Will Smith. Tommy Lee Vincent Jones. D'Onofrio. Because Vincent D'Onofrio? Fuck off. Uh, because he really pulls off being an alien. Like, weird and creepy in so many different ways that I've not yes, seen before. I didn't I should have mentioned that. He's really yeah. great. Oh yeah, he he's amazing. It's one of his my favorite roles that he's ever done. Least favorite thing, I'm going to disagree with you, Josh, and say that I kind of felt like there should have been some character growth for uh Jay and Kay throughout the movie because Kay mm-hmm. just retires. It's twenty four yeah. hours. There's not a lot I of time for character growth. He he just decides I'm done now. I know I just brought this guy in, but fuck it, I'm done. And Jay is He's exactly the same. He does not change his uh, brash. Um, uh, he doesn't short- like like lose the edges off of that to like yeah. beca- feel like he's yeah. more experienced. Yeah, because we see him at the end of the movie, uh, you know, as a uh, agent all on his own with a partner, and he's almost like a completely different character. Mm-hmm. But it's not that much time to, is implied to have passed. So right. He seems like we missed something there. Right. Yeah. Uh, but in all, this is a outstanding movie that I loved watching as a kid. So. I'll give it four crushed cockroaches out of five. <laughs> um, my least favorite thing about this movie is that there are just so many little details that don't feel like they fit. It's like the neck thing. It's like the the amount of time between Kay like becoming an agent and, mm-hmm. and taking over the spot. Like there's little details Jay. like that that feel yeah that feel like they are 
inconsistent. But that actually is points to a strength of the movie, which is that so much of it does feel consistent and like this world is real, so those details stand out more because they are only emphasizing how strong most of the world building in this movie is. I it also like so that real. too, that there's a bunch of introduced elements to the world that aren't necessarily important to the stories purely for the sake of enriching the environment. Exactly. Yeah, like the bouncy yeah. ball. Yeah. Exactly. Um, my favorite thing about this movie is probably Tommy Lee Jones. I love bo like both him and Will Smith, but I think mm -hmm. that Tommy Lee Jones really is what ties this whole movie together. His his presence and his his lack of interest essentially yeah. in all of the He's weird so used to everything. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what really makes holds this movie together and makes it all work for me. Is because it he his 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 boredom with the entire thing makes it feel like he has actually dealt with this for thirty five years yeah. and it's just completely ordinary for him. You know. That's three of us now who have picked out a particular uh, actor and their character they played as our favorite thing from this mm. movie. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And it was yeah. all three different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think we've done that while I've been on here. No. Uh, all in all, I think this actually is a, a good example out of, of a five out of five movie. There, there are small issues with them, but they yeah. are not huge problems. Um, this, this movie is overall fantastic, and it's real sad that, as I remember, next week we're going to go into some real shit afterwards. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. Hey, Josh, why don't you tell people where they can find some real shit? If you want to listen to more shit, you can find our episodes on our <laughs> you can find our episodes on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter, at OpinionCast on Twitter, and Opinionated Podcast on Facebook. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on the episodes or suggestions for what we should watch in the future. If you get a chance, please let us if you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. Liking your women, uh, liking your women like you like your gun, half cocked, means that you like them to have a semi chub and you're docking. Docking. Yeah, docking. I mean, I guess as long as I'm the one putting stuff in stuff. Wait, so you'd rather be the enveloped than the developer? Yes. Envelopers, what? envelopers, envelopers, envelopers. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What? I feel I feel like being the enveloped is the catcher in this scenario. How? Huh? That's how? the opposite of how catching works. Because <laughs> it's docking. You're the one going inside. Yes. Yes. As would be that, my that's natural how sex nature. Works. One thing goes inside the other. I put my thing in other things. That's how I do. Yeah, but I feel like if that's buttholes, then that's being the pitcher. But if it's dicks and you're getting wrapped up with the foreskin then all of a sudden you're being the catcher no yeah the foreskin is the vagina no yeah no why would you think otherwise there's no mechanics i guess i guess i guess thing. because it feels like like uh power dynamics right because it's not just about who's going in it's about power dynamics and in the traditional peener in booty mm -hmm. uh the the one with the peener uh, is is enveloping the, the has, boogie with their no. foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> has, has the That's power a mental image. in that scenario? But I feel Jurassic like Park, right? I you feel like with the like the frills that just shoot out. <laughs> I was thinking more sales tail. <laughs> you were thinking about what? Sales tail. Ah, okay, okay. Drang, yeah. but it just. Yeah. <laughs> but but I feel like if you're if you're the one doing the enveloping, then you're the one with the power in that scenario. Maybe if you're into like dominatrix shit, but I don't feel like anyone's really the like power one in a docking scenario. A man's job is to pierce I, although through things. Neutral. I don't really. But he's not know. piercing through things. He's just going and getting a hug. I don't it's, really... it's just a dick getting a hug from another. What dick. is a vagina if not a meat hug? I don't really know. What, now that I think about <laughs> what the purpose of docking would be, like it just seems like he'd be like, okay, well, we did it's that. It's just the perversion of it.
Is yes. it? Yeah. May- well, but there are dudes with incredibly like long foreskins. Yeah, I mean you can like, boil it up you, and make it. Did you guys see that it. thread of just the dudes trying to fit different things into their foreskins? No, I did not. And I didn't want to. No, Brian, I feel like this is one that you would have seen. It was an old 4chan thread, and it was just like. They were going back and forth trying to see what the largest thing they could fit into their foreskins was. And so, like, oh, I was like, oh, I can fit an egg into it. Oh, I can, like, one dude fit a Rubik's Cube into his foreskin. That so, makes me but crazy. When you say fit, is it that you just hold, like, you're able to stretch it out over and hold the tip? It's, a, it's, it's able cube? to, yeah, it's able to be. There are different sizes. It's able to be, cube. like, held by the foreskin without any assistance from oh, the hands. Oh. Right? Okay, uh, that's. The something. winner, the winner was someone who got his pet turtle inside his foreskin. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. 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 All of that is just a big no for me. Was he a soft shell? No. (laughs) He was beforehand. No, he's hard. Oh, God, no. No, no. Can we stop talking about foreskins now? What do a penis and a Rubik's Cube have in common? (laughs) What's that, Rick? The more you play with it, the harder it gets. Aha! (laughs) I guess that's right. What do a penis and a turtle have in common? They bite things they in half. They stretch out. <laughs> oh, I don't like either of those options. Scare it and it'll go hide in its shell. There it is. There it is. Sure. My penis doesn't have... Does your penis have a shell? Yours doesn't? Uh, I guess you guys are uncircumcised. No, you think that's anymore. the no. opposite. No, I feel like the shell would be the... The foreskin? Yeah. yeah. So uncircumcised people would have shells. Correct. You guys must be uncircumcised. Not anymore. No. They're the ones with shells. Okay, I see what you're getting. Yeah. I'm following. No, I just never wash my dick. And so <laughs> over time, the layers... <laughs> solidify into hey Sarah <laughs> into a nice crusty shell you saying Sarah's crusty no I'm saying like hey Sarah you check this out yeah <laughs> hey maybe we should send to that if you're just and don't kick shame <laughs> 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 time to put this at the end of the episode <laughs> yeah I'm not doing that I'm just gonna cut that all out <laughs> no to the end of the episode it goes nope well if this is all getting cut has anyone ever tried docking no 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 no. No. Okay. Neither have you either. tried. Nope. Okay. No. I've rolled my pants. <laughs> I, I like. I don't know what the the purpose of it would be. I don't understand that one. It just doesn't seem like. I don't it doesn't know. Doesn't seem pleasurable. I guess or? it's like well, because I suppose if you're two dudes trying to get it on, and like let's say your butts are tender and you're not really yeah interested in you that. bugged too much you butted too much and hands aren't just doing it for you. I suppose like mouths. Well, sure, but like maybe they the, have like bad gag reflex. But the dick heads are like the sensitive part, sure. right? Yeah. Okay. And so I suppose if you're like rubbing those together, like maybe they just, maybe like maybe there's enough foreskin that like you can wiggle them against each other and it feels good for. A I'd bit. rather try sword fighting if I had to do dick on dick action. Yeah, but I feel like it's like sword fighting but contained where it's like maintained when friction. You say for it's sword wrestling. Sword fighting. Do you mean like just wandering over the guy with just your hands your back going? Wah! Just I like, don't even <laughs> think you have to have your hands behind your back. Well, just you, as obviously long as the dicks you are like bing, 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 bing. No, no, your hands have to be on your back. <laughs> it's, just, right. it's just the scene from like Dragon Ball Z where it's just like panning across the sky as they like blink yeah. in the. In I feel their like I've seen that. Fun. I feel like I've seen that hint. Eh? It's just, it's just that, but like two dicks thwacking against uh, each yeah. other. I was imagining like you walk up to the guy and as you go hard, you make a lightsaber coming on noise. Well, it's a, it's a straight up sword D- Duel of Fate starts playing. <laughs> the other guy whips out. The other second guy. dick comes out of the back of his dick. Not gonna lie, not gay at all. I feel like I'd watch at least five minutes of that. Yeah, no, I mean if for the pure music, entertainment, for pure value, entertainment value. If it's not got the sex feeling, it's just like let's see where they're going with this. It's right, pretty fucking funny. Right. Right. Like, you know, there's those videos of, like, the kids who are, like, doing their lightsaber fighting on YouTube, and they've, like, edited yeah. it in, like, oh, instead of it being the toy plastic lightsaber, it's got, oh, they edited in, like, the lightsaber beam or whatever right, right. like that. Like, if they just edited in dicks, like, I'd probably still watch it <laughs> yeah. if it had the right music behind it. And the right sound effects for when I they I feel hit. like somebody's already done that. Oh, just yeah. Just knowing the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it got demonetized for obvious well, reasons. Well, that just means they don't make money off of it. I suppose. <laughs> I 